a nice guy. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. You can subdue, but never tame. Uh, gives me a migraine headache. It gives me a multi-grain bagel. <laughs> it gives me a multi-grain bagel. It gives me a multi-grain bagel. Eating locks at your level. <laughs> so just keep on thinking it's waffle. I was going to say, just keep on thinking it's my salt. <laughs> you're, you're, this is funnier. <laughs> I don't know if it's I've, funnier because I said a I've bad one before you did. I've experienced writing food lyrics over Megadeth songs like <laughs> Devil's Omelet. <laughs> Devil's Omelet. Uh, uh, I did uh, Ashes in Your Mouth is Cashews in Your Mouth, the entire song. The answer to your question is welcome. To McDonald's. I'm trying to think of, of something that rhymes with hanger. <laughs> Banger 18. Bangers and mash 18. That's the best <laughs> I. That's the best I got. Uh, I went on a uh, a fig hunt last night. Oh. Board. I had a little bit of the boards, so I went to uh, a local Target. And uh, the thing I was going to get was not there. I was going to get some Godzilla shit, and they did no Godzilla shit for me. Uh, however, however, that the target that I mentioned to you offline, and I'm not revealing. Oh yeah, I gotta do that too. Uh, I'm not re- revealing what it is because I don't want that place to become overrun with you fucking dorks. Uh, but I told John offline, and a few other people I know know it. But that's it. But they're wrestling figures. Okay sign throwing up in that. Uh, very nice. Very nice selection of uh, wrestling figures. I think I found a China there one time. They had four Chinas. Yeah. Um, it's just like that, that show I saw in Tijuana one time. <laughs> I remember that night. Um, <laughs> the, the WrestleMania 17 China. But instead, I picked up one of these. Oh, you you found the you found the pack one. It's got two heads one. in that. It has two heads and a chair. Oh, so my my orange Cassidy is sitting comfortably right now. But I also found me one of these. You know what That's that a, is? It's a dumb looking action figure. That is a Riho action figure. So you found so now? Did you get all I have of them? More women's. I have more women's wrestlers than Corey Lucas. It's a lot cooler when that happens at the end of the episode so we can have two endings. Uh, yeah, we had a technical difficulty again because, you know, that's how it works. I know that... Not which, Seahawks, just the Jets. Just, <laughs> I don't want that high. Can we do uh, a J-E-T-S one time for the audience? Yeah, okay. Ready? One, two, two three, four. J-E-T-S. J-E-T-S. Suck, Jets, suck, Jets, suck. Jets. Oh, no. You were mean and I was nice. <laughs> Do you ever, um, you ever, you've been to a Patriots game before, right? Yes, several. Have you ever gone to one where they face the Buffalo Bills? Possibly a preseason game. Um, it sounds very familiar. When the, uh, I went at Old Foxborough, though. The Bills fans sing this, like, this song, and it's like, hey, 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 let's go, Buffalo. Like, um, I don't remember what song it is, but it's like another song, like a Blues Brothers song, but it is a real okay. version. And that's pretty cool. I understand. Yeah. I think teams should have a, a cool, catchy song that's totally lame in every way. You know who doesn't have one of those? The goddamn the Patriots. Patriots. <laughs> um, well, they have, they have the, um, the Patriots, New England, and We, I think it's called. Or something well, stupid like that. They they have the Bon Jovi song. This is our house. I do not count those songs. <laughs> no, they 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 had a, some real this fucking. This is our house. Some real white <laughs> retort to the Super Bowl shuffle in 1986. Ugh, it's really bad. I mean, the, that's assuming the Super Bowl shuffle is good, which it is. But <laughs> who thinks the Super Bowl sh- shuffle isn't good? I mean, it's a bunch of idiots. It's a bunch of idiots with brain damage rapping. I mean, so is so (laughs) isn't so isn't the wrestle rap rumble? Yeah. So isn't Slam Jam very good at it? (laughs) Were any of them good at it? 
uh, Nick Bockwinkle, uh, I think Marty and Shad were okay. Liar. I can't remember theirs. Yeah, Marty but and I know Sean, Nick, Nick the Bockwinkle. Midnight Rockers. Okay, they fell off. I remember. They fell off in a little, but they ended on time. <laughs> they did end on time, yes. <laughs> what? I mean, really, right. Vern's the best, lo- the best verse. Yeah, but I think I think Bachwinkle and, and Zabisco did the best. We should do a Patreon. I guess a Patreon. I guess we should do the thing where our our friends pay us to be on the Wrestle Rap Rumble, Wrestle Rock Rumble version that we record. Oh, I, here's a fun segment that I didn't think about doing. We can riff on. Uh, New Jersey listener sent me a message. Saying he was trying to think of a death metal sounding song title to a song about Terry Funk. Got anything on that one? I came uh, up with my the best I could think of was Texas Toehold Massacre, but I had listened to Mortician earlier that day, so I kind of was in a mindset. Texas Toehold Massacre is very good. Um, uh, yeah, see, like fucking- everything. I was going to say Deathmatch Double Cross. Yeah, I just feel like Double Cross <laughs> sounds too sad to be a death metal song. Uh, like, death metal has to be like Ultra Violence or, or like. Double Upside Down Cross. <laughs> <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> the Double Upside Down Cross Ranch? Yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm evil Terry Funk. <laughs> I'm black metal Terry Funk. I'm Terry Funk. <laughs> he puts an umlaut over it. Yeah. That'd be more funk. 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 I don't think funk-y. that's correct. I think you're only saying it because of Tobias Funke. Exactly. Funke. Oh, wow, Lindsay, B- Lindsay Bluth. Funke. <laughs> That's why I was doing that. Did we talk about uh, her dying? I don't know. Lucille. Yeah, no more no more seasons of Arrested I, I, Development. That's a bummer. Well, yeah. that's good because the last season of Arrested Development ended on a really weird note. And Definitely no, I really more, don't need... no more seasons of Archer either. Well, you, you can't replace her on Archer. Or you can't How replace her. You? Yeah, you can't replace her on any, any of the two things that I know her from. <laughs> she was uh she was the dean in PCU. <laughs> you are correct. I believe I have that on uh digital video tape. disc. Oh, okay. I was gonna say it because I think I have it on tape. Um so did we talk about Third Rock from the Sun on this podcast? Um Or was barely, that probably I've been trying to th- find I'm more of a 30 rock guy myself. I've been trying to figure out who I talked to about that because I watched a lot of it this weekend and today. But yeah, it wasn't from, here then. Third Rock from the Sun. Yeah, well, yeah, it was a fill-in. <laughs> Third Rock from the Sun's worth watching. I, I I watched it when I was younger, when it was on TV. But yeah, it's, I never watched it. It holds up now. better than most shows from that era. That being insane. It had a good cast. It had a good, like, the, the cast was all good comedic actors. Yeah. And John, I mean, I say and John Lithgow. <laughs> and... John yeah. Lithgow's hilarious. Oh, the, it, it, the, Se- several episodes. Oh, no, just one episode of uh, 30 Rock he was on. What did he do on 30 Rock again? But it was a good episode. He was on the uh, Goodbye, My Friend episode where, where Frank becomes uh, Jack's Oh, uh, okay, mentee. yes. And he's, and he's the lawyer because they're watching uh, Harry and the Hendersons, and then John Lithgow's actually there, and he gets lost. Ah, uh, yes, yeah. I keep walking by the same Sparrows. <laughs> you are cr- That's a great episode of that show. Somebody has been watching the world according to Garp. He just walks away. What a ch- John Lithgow is a treasure. Yes, he is a very tall. Uh, he's he's like proto you know, Will Ferrell, kinda. He. he if Will Ferrell took a role as a very convincing serial killer, uh, he would be young. You know John how they Lithgow. say the people that are um, that look like they're sixty when they're fucking twenty five, but then they, well, maybe they look like they're fifty when they're twenty five, and then by the time they're sixty, they still look like they're fifty. That's John Lithgow. Yes, he's, he's one of them. He's one of them. Yeah, 
Arn Anderson. Arn Anderson. JJ um, uh, Dillon. A girl I went to college with is exactly like that. Although she never looked older, she just she's just our age now, but she still looks exactly the same as what she did in college. She it's maintained. I call her hot? vampire. Yes, very hot. Yeah. Well, good for you, vampire. <laughs> I won't embarrass her by saying her name out here, but uh, yeah, she's a friend. She's cool shit. She's a friend of, friend of the show. Yeah. Friend of the pod, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, let's anyways, let's do let's do a Chris's yeah, friends I... hotness draft. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> and we're, we're back again. Do, yeah, we're not going to do a Chris's hot friends draft, but what we can do is uh, talk about some recent releases from the old uh, Federation. Oh yeah, there was a bunch of releases. There was a bunch of releases um, headlined by Samoa Joe, who is a commentator on WrestleMania. Like the day before? Yeah. Um, let me just see here. Let me see if I get the full list up here. Something tells me he um, wanted to wrestle again. Something tells me that he wanted to wrestle again. And he was on the timetable to do it, but I don't know if WWE wanted to do it. Correct. Because uh, they were just like, eh, we're not going to affect you into anything good. So if you want to wrestle again, we'll just cut you. Yeah, I think that's the way that that one worked out. It seemed uh, like there, yeah. there was a lot of meat on the bone of uh, the ones they the ones they cut. Mm. I'll give you the full list, and then we'll pick it apart piece by piece. Mm-hmm. It was Samoa Joe, Billy Kay, Peyton Royce, Mickey James, Chelsea Green, Tucky, Kalisto, Bo Dallas, Mojo Raleigh, and Wesley Blake. Who's Wesley Blake? He was part of that uh, tag team in NXT. It was uh, Blake and Murphy. Oh, okay. Jesus Christ. Is he the modern day JTG? Uh, I think JTG was around longer. He he had something like nine years going. He had a lot of years on without being on TV, too. Yeah. But he was a he was a good hand, so he was he was there to put to make guys shine in dark matches and shit. But I thought Billy Kay and Peyton Royce were pretty surprising. I thought Vince liked Peyton Royce, but maybe she wouldn't put out for him or something. So she so he was just like, ah, she's a tease. It's, they really dropped the ball on breaking up the iconics. They broke them up, thinking that Peyton Royce was going to get a singles push, but. Like then, Billy Kay is the one who kind of emerges as something, and she's kind of a goofball, like an all arounder. Just you know, you, you stick her in somewhere and she'll do it. You know, like, proving proving that hard work and dedication pay off because you become this well rounded performer who can do pretty much anything they ask out of you, and, and knock it out of the ballpark, might I add too, because she was hilarious. There's not a lot of people who I would wait in a line to meet at an indie show. I would probably wait in a line to meet the two of them. Yes. Uh, I know, I know. Peyton Royce is married, but Billy Kay, maybe you got a shot at. Well, I'm not meaning. I'm not waiting in line to meet them so I can marry them. I would give them a big card and just say, "Hey, you know, my mom goes out on Thursdays, so you know we got the place to ourselves." Stop no, just joking. <laughs> no, I I like them. I thought that I thought that that, especially when they were in NXT, that they were great and the good promos. They seem like they're cool. Good people. promos. They seem like they're cool guys. Uh, yeah, cool guys. They're they're bros. Peyton, Billy, Billy, and Peyton are cool. They're a couple cool guys. Billy Manning. Our our friends Bill and Peyton. Yeah, <laughs> they had dude names, but they were hot women. Yeah, it's true. Uh, then then Mickey James was also released. She's fine. I mean, when she's been over 30 years old for the entirety of her most recent run, so why would they keep her? Uh, Yeah, I mean, they never really did anything with her. I thought she would have been better to just keep an NXT, you know, work with some of the people who they bring up. I mean, that's um, assuming she would like want she, to do that. She might, she seemed like she was pretty, starting to get pretty, I say, pretty outspoken. I almost said pretty mouthy, but then, then that sounded kind of sexist, so I don't want to say that. Well, she she's, uh, she's, too good to be stuck in the positions that she was stuck in with WWE. WWE just doesn't know what to do with anyone. With anyone. No. And like 
as a person who watched Hardcore Justice, they could use a uh, they could use a Mickey James. Yes, uh, TNA's uh, Knockouts Division or Impact's Knockout Division. Well, it's I think it's got some good talent. Yeah, it's not. It's, it's not. It's bad. kind of raw. It's, it's kind of raw talent. It's not bad. I imagine that Chelsea Green's going to go back there because that's where she was the most over. Um, she could go anywhere. I think Chelsea Green is. Mickey James and Chelsea Green are going to pretty much have their pick of the litter, I think. Uh, Whereas I think Billy Kay and Peyton Royce uh, really only have one option available to them or probably maybe try something else. What's that one option? Uh, AEW. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I, they're both kind of the same thing, so I guess it's really kind of stupid for us to try to d- debate between the two, but yeah, they would do well on that show. They also need people like yeah. that. But that take but it might take away from Britt Baker too. Mm-mm. Uh they just released Eva Lease. Eva Release now. Is her new name? Yeah. Who? Yeah. Eva Lease. She changed her name to Eva Released. Huh? I don't know who that is. WrestleMania. WrestleMania, huh? Huh? <laughs> Anyone? Anyone? Uh Eva Lease. She was on Tough Enough ten years ago and she uh she was on Lucha Underground. She teamed with uh, Jack Evans and uh, Son of Havoc, I think, was their team. Yeah, I didn't watch a lot. I've watched like the first four episodes of Lucha Underground, and then I stopped. Okay. Well, Evil East was teaming with Diamante in AEW. They won the, the Women's Tag League. Oh, that thing that I didn't watch? Yes. Okay. Uh but she got released because I guess she was kind of a problem, and uh, yeah, we can't have that. Like, oh, uh, do you remember last year she had that match with Thunder Thunder Rosa where she just kind of planted on it and like wasn't selling? And yes, okay, th- yeah, that's her. Okay, I remember her. Yep. Um, was she the one who? So did- they just released her, so they probably get roster spots open for women. It seems like it's kind of a rotating. It's kind of a rotating situation of of uh the the roster there anyways. Especially with but the women. I, I I prefer to see Mickey James with Impact to work with like uh Jordan Grace and maybe uh I don't know if their contract will allow it, but maybe one of the surprise women to team with Jordan Grace at the pay per view will be Mickey James. I think I think I'm gonna watch that. Uh, it's not on Impact Plus. It's a normal pay per view. It's on so, me stealing it from. Like, I'm not paying Impact money. <laughs> Imp- Imp- Impact owes me some back payments on uh, some trauma they caused me in the mid 2000s. So I don't feel bad stealing from them. <laughs> I understand. Uh, but yeah, Chelsea Green, too, gone. I don't know why. Um, she was out with an injury. She was rehabbing to come back. Uh, Vince was probably like, eh, I'm not going to cut the Proud Boy ref. I'm going to cut this woman who's out with an injury. Stick, stick it to Ryder. <laughs> yeah, they, 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 they were joking about uh, uh, WWE asking to use their pool for a skit. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she she was still employed, but uh, they let, it was like the week after they let uh, Ryder go. That's the first. That that's the asked. first time he met Otis. Yeah. Uh, so they did that, and then uh, fucking, it'd be hilarious if they asked her again. Like, we need we need your pool again. You know, <laughs> no, we don't know anyone else with a pool. <laughs> yeah. God forbid. Judith Vince's pool. I've heard so much about it. Yeah. Oh, that's where I pushed JR in. <laughs> he had Bell's palsy. <laughs> he couldn't swim. <laughs> it was right after he had colon cancer surgery. I kicked him in my pool right in the tuchus. <laughs> he was dripping water off his weird side. <laughs> Speaking uh, of Otis. Tucker yeah. got released. Yeah. Uh, nail on that. Yeah, as soon as he it. caught that briefcase at Money in the Bank. <laughs> He knew that he had to turn heel in order for Otis to turn heel. Well, what they did, too, was they made him take his shirt off and wrestle without a shirt on or anything, and they made him, like, shave his upper body, but he's, like, not, like, a muscle dude. 
So just yeah, but yeah. the thing about not being a body guy and having your upper half shaved is you look like real smooth. He looked real smooth and shiny, but not jacked. Yeah, like Tensai. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then we have Kalisto, former U.S. champ. Do you know what I just thought of? Hakushi should have been Haku and drag. Haku, she spell it with instead of an an I and E. Yeah. And Claudie could have been his. Claudie could have been his manager. Correct. It could have been a drag faction. See, I I think a drag faction could work. Like just dragon wrestling. It's never been done before. It could be like a really big like pop. Like holy shit! Look what these people are doing. You know. If they did it for real. I mean, like if there was like a legit like, not like like if, like if Sunny Kiss brought in like a bunch of heel drag queen wrestlers, and they were like a heel faction like well, coming I mean, to take over. Drag queens are notoriously bitchy. Yes, and horny, from what I understand from their performance. <laughs> I don't know about, but the bitchiness, I, I, I do know. But it'd be funny, you know, instead of Joey Janela turning on Sunny Kiss, Sunny Kiss turns on Joey Janela, forms a drag faction. I know that that's not the uh, the good, the feel-good story they're looking for with that person, but goddamn, pal. <laughs> well, AW doesn't have enough groups yet, so I'm just thinking of way, more ways we could, Get you know, more heel factions? <laughs> yeah, let's, let's high school lunch table it up over let's there, you some, know? Some more heel factions. Yeah. Uh, Bo Dallas, who apparently was not really the fiend, everyone, so he's released. I kind of feel think... like he's. I kind of feel like he's done. Like they got rid of all the Undertaker's training guys. Well, they don't really need Undertaker. They need, they don't really need guys to train Undertaker anymore. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's how you know The Rock's never going to have another match ever again because Hawkins is gone. <laughs> that's good. Very good. I like that a lot. Um, uh, yeah, we didn't really talk about Kalisto. Uh, what do you think he's going to do? Probably whatever he wants, honestly. He's going to join the Death Triangle, call it the Death Cube. <laughs> Um, what's another? What's another color? Not negro, not azul, blanco, um, verde, verde. Yeah, yeah. He's he's a Sincara verde. Green for greedy. He's like the he's he's big money Kalista. God, it's, I know it's really easy to do with WWE, but like, just like, oh, what they fucked up. Like, the, <laughs> the, they fucked up Kalisto. Kalisto gone, went and got himself over, and they just had him job out to Sheamus and Alberto Del Rio a couple times. That's the formula to, to be depushed. Is once you start losing to Sheamus, your push is over. Yep. Uh, good thing. Good thing you know RVD, Matt Riddle. <laughs> uh but yeah police does that uh we talked a little bit about what wesley blake so not much meat in that bone so the last one we got to talk about is mojo raleigh well, yeah once they figured out that rob <laughs> rob gronkowski not being on that show i mean even when he was on it he sucked there's no reason to keep mojo raleigh around exactly yeah once they got a whiff of gronk and they were like oh boy <laughs> I don't know about this guy. I think uh, Mojo's days were numbered at that point. So the question is, does he interfere in the Matt Cardona and Brian Myers match at uh, at the TNA pay-per-view? Does Mojo Raleigh become uh, Brian Myers' follower? He's, a, he's his fucking muscle? Oh, God, that's beautiful, actually. Myers just goes and brings everyone from... Cardona's past from like his Kane Z shows Tru- up Z True Long and I- Ice T story. Uh, 
whatever that show was. He starts bringing the people from that show. His dad. He turns his dad heel. Because he's like, yeah, he's like the Raven character. So he he starts doing shit like that to manipulate all Cardona's friends to go against him. He brings Chelsea Green into TNA when Cardona doesn't. Ooh. There's a, there's, they could do a lot of stuff with this. Yeah, they really did kind of align for <laughs> Brian Myers to become the Raven of TNA. I'm not against that at all. I'm not against that at all. Did you? So you didn't watch any of Hardcore Justice, right? I think I did, actually. It was... That was when Dreamer wrestled against uh, Swan, right? No, it was Dreamer, Swan, Willie Mack, and... I don't remember the fourth S- person. Something? Against... Yeah. It's bad that I won't remember, probably. Going up against um, EY and some other evil baddies. Uh, the Violent uh, by Design. Yeah, I didn't. Um, I didn't watch the main event. Yeah, and then there's an unusual amount of technical difficulties. This like podcast is getting done at eight minutes at a time. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like one one uh, Black Sabbath song at a time. <laughs> well, uh, <coughs> do you know those memes? <coughs> where it's, no cough button. Yeah, where it has the Drake with the Nah, and it's Black Sabbath with Ozzy, and then it's the the Drake with the cool face, and it's Black Sabbath with Dio. I like After both. that, I do too. You know what they should do? They should have Vince with the red eyes for Black Sabbath. Never say die. Okay. Because that's the best of both worlds. That's a heaven and hell record with Ozzy singing. I don't know. I just I just like both incarnations of Sabbath. So I like all of the incarnations of Sabbath. I couldn't even tell you who two of the singers are, but Yeah. Because they had four, right? I have no idea. I think they had two other ones. I know I have a Sabbath record with a guy that isn't Dio or Ozzy. It's Bruce Valanche. It's Bruce Valanche. <laughs> Bruce Valanche Dio. Uh, yeah, w- WWE released a bunch of people, but also kept some weird choice people, like Velveteen Dream and that Proud Boy rep. Uh, the ref. Yeah, well, they're Proud Boys. Vince is a Proud Boy. Vince probably would be a Proud Boy. If Vince were... 23 years old he would be a proud boy you know it says a lot when bill belichick's smart enough to get rid of the fucking the proud boy guy but vince mcmahon just can't seem to do it for the rest. is he still hanging around the kicker yeah kicker got cut he got cut but is he still hanging around oh he could be i could be wrong i forget Um, the i forget the mccordy's might have had something to say about that he wasn't he wasn't a necessarily a proud boy. He was something called a three percenter. Okay. Uh, not necessarily connected, but not necessarily disconnected. It's basically same shit, different smell. Same type of dummy, different name tag. They consider themselves to be more in line I would call them more in line with Oath Keepers than Proud Boys, because they're more like the older type of thing. That basically they, their claim is that like they're the three percent of the population who can trace their relatives back to people who fought the Revolutionary War, and that makes them more right than you about everything. I would love to just beat the shit out of them. <laughs> it's uh, well, over time, it just became like an excuse for right wingers to just be dipshits to people. You know, yeah, if they, like they need an excuse. Yeah, it's basically like like pseudo patriotic FSU. That's all of these things are. I think FSU is relatively patriotic, actually. Well, well then, well, motherfucker, there you go. There's the goddamn connection, motherfucker. Oh, uh, what did I, happen? I don't know that why guy, I turned into Cornette. What <laughs> happened that I thought Cornette would love? <clears throat> I don't remember what it was. Um, WrestleMania. Did he love WrestleMania? Probably not. I, I imagine he would hate WrestleMania. I have a feeling that he hated the shit out of WrestleMania. I I haven't really been listening to him because I kind of feel like his opinions are kind of pretend. 
when I when I need a Jim Cornette opinion, I'll know. Here's the thing: <laughs> is he's always there when you need him. You cannot say that about Jim Cornette that he's not there when you need him. There are times when I'm just like, fuck. So I listen to Jim Cornette for a couple weeks. I'll catch up for five or six weeks, and then I'll have him say just enough things that annoy me to where I'm like, all right, we're done. Yeah, that's what happens. He just he just kind of keeps on being negative about everything, and then it eventually seeps over to something that wasn't necessarily stupid. But he he's just being negative, so he has to shit on it. Yeah, yeah. It's there's there's work in Cornette, and there's like every once in a while, some honest to god enjoyment comes out of Jim Cornette, and you can tell the difference. Like when they um, were listen when they were listening to the cameos, Jim Cornette. Like t- Jim Cornette is jovial Southern Mark Madden. <laughs> also, Mark, uh, Mark, si- Mark Madden is another guy who's just constantly negative about everything. I was I'm shocked that you aren't blocked by Mark Madden. Uh, my Twitter is relatively new. Okay, actually, I, I also I also unfollowed them because I guess I was just like you were just it's like you would never not be negative about everything in the world, and there's just no changing you. So like I'm I'm just free of that burden of following him out of curiosity. I I gave him a curiosity follow just to kind of shit on him over hockey because for some reason I'm really good at it and I'm always right and he's always wrong. <laughs> Whenever we talk, I'm I'm 100 percent right. And, it's just, uh, if you if you bet hockey, just fade Mark Madden. Exactly, because uh, even he hates he hates the Penguins until they win, and then he loves them, and then he, he hates them when they lose again. He is so very he's like fair, he's very Mike Felger in the Red Sox. Well, Felger's had nothing to be nothing to complain about with the Red Sox over the past week. We really haven't talked about the Red Sox since they started over over three. <laughs> man, oh man, did that change? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they lost three games since they won nine in a row, and then lost three, and then won again today, right? Yes. So they're what, nine? They're 10 and they're six? Ele- they're 11 and six. Fantastic record to have at the beginning of the season, though. That's well, what you want you, to see out of the team. When you drop your first three to the fucking shithead Orioles. Yeah, you, you games like that you'll want back later in the season if it's a tight race, which I'm anticipating the AL East will be because three of these teams have a shot. Who the um, who who's the best team in Boston right now? Oh, easily the Red Sox. Easily, Bruins are going well. Uh, Celtics won a few close games. They had a shootout against the uh, the uh, Golden State Warriors the other night. They're um, all three teams have been pretty shitty, and then now they're pretty good. They went through their shitty phase, and now they're getting good. Like the Celtics won like five or six in a row too. Uh, that's something to shake the, a stick at. The Bruins are just stomping out teams they couldn't beat. <laughs> we didn't talk about... Uh, they fucked up the Capitals the other night. What, what was the score of that game? God, it was like... Was it like 7-3 or something like that? Or am I remembering it wrong? I don't know, did but did, did they lo- didn't they lose to the Capitals 8-1 to last week? Yeah, because they had no players. Yeah. Um... Let's see. What do you think of the Taylor Hall trade that they did? Six to three. It seems like it's going to work out really well. It was six to three. Well, he was an MVP guy a couple of years ago. He was draft. He was the same year as Tyler Sagan. There was the- he was number one, and Sagan was number two. <laughs> yes, exactly. And they they let Sagan go, which I th- I always thought was a huge mistake. But they got Taylor Hall now, who's coming off of Buffalo, and I don't know. He's not making that much of an impact, I don't think. But the Bruins are just playing better. But fuck Taylor Hall. Let's talk about something else. Yeah, because we're having, uh, whew, boy, uh, having a hell of a day with with the technicals and the difficulties. Yeah, if you if you uh, end up with like a thirty two minute episode, it's because we've lost our fucking minds after Google Hangouts turning off again. Either yeah, that, we tried, we've also we tried Discord and it wasn't working. It's been a nightmare. We might have tried to do something else for so long that the thing that wasn't working might have fixed itself. <laughs> That's what we're kind of backing on right now. Yeah. So, fuck it. Uh, Julian Edelman retired. He did. He re- He's a retired boy. Yeah, you've been seeing his billboards? <laughs> I've not seen his billboards. I no. see his billboard driving on 1A, driving home every day. And he just said thanks. He's, I, he's I barely boy. leave my house. 
No, he he was uh, he had the right uh, attitude. It sounded like uh, I watched the video and all all that. Um, you know, hell of a catch in the Super Bowl. I he's he's about as good a player as you could be. With I'm not going to do Hall of Fame talk, but he's about as good a player as you could be without being in the Hall of Fame. Everyone else has done Hall of Fame talk, and it's all the same hot take. Like I just don't care. Like put him in, don't put him in. I don't care. Hey, I don't care either. All right. <laughs> so, anyways, we he got Julian need Edelman in. He doesn't need to be. He's got more important than NFL Hall of Fame. He's got never has to buy a beer in the city of Boston ever again. Oh, status. absolutely not. If I ever he could make on. more money than he did playing football, writing his name at fucking used car dealership openings. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, he's 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 in full fucking Virgil mode. I, if I ever, except if I ever saw Virgil, I'd just be like, "Ha, Virgil!" If I ever saw Juliet, I mean, I'll be like, "Dude, let's have a beer." I'll, I'm, yeah. I'm buying. <laughs> I'll pick him up and put him in my little pocket. Like I know you're rich and all, and I'm not, but I'm buying. I don't care. Hero, sports hero. Fucking got that ball at Super Bowl Fifty One. That was he put he put the he put the Patriots ahead in Super Bowl Forty Nine, and what I think is one of the better Super Bowl games ever played. That Seahawks the, game. Oh, yeah. That was, that was just a great football game. Um, well, you want to see a lot of offense at the Super Bowl, too, and that definitely had that. It had a lot of offense, but it had, had good defense, too. Yeah, it was the best one of the best defenses ever. Yeah. I, I, well, I wouldn't say the Patriots are the, one of the best defenses ever at that point. I definitely wouldn't say best, that either. One of the I best defensive minds. <laughs> I for sure wouldn't say. I'm not talking about the Patriots in that one. The well, Legion Seahawks, of Boom? Yeah, the Legion of Boom. They had a name. They had a name. They were they were good defenders, though. Yeah, it's because they're one of the greatest defenses of all time. Yeah. So was it just a name? No, but yeah. <laughs> I I think I think that if you were to re-listen to what we had just said, you would understand why we got on a. If you had a sec a, a second chance to reinterpret what I said, I think that that we would have not got lost right there. You're saying the Seahawks were the good defense. Yes, correct. Okay. All right. Yeah. I was like, what the hell? Um, yeah. Patriots had a. Actually, they didn't have a dog shit defense. That was the year they had Revis. Yeah, that was the year. Because they had Revis for one year. Their defense year, was, was pretty it. fucking good, too. Yeah. They they weren't great, but uh, they their real uh, their real powerhouse was in the offense. Didn't and, they have him for two? Or did they really only have him for one year? One year, I thought. I mean, you're probably right. Because then he went. Where'd he go after us? Back to the Jets. He went back to the Jets. He wasn't the same player, though. He was just basically on reputation at that point. So he wasn't like as shut down as before. People oh, no. just weren't throwing to whoever he defended at that point. Yeah. So, yeah, because he, he went to Tampa Bay and got a lot of... Wow. Every time Tampa, someone sucks in Tampa Bay, Patriots. <laughs> Akib Tlaib. Uh, but, oh, Akib Tlaib was awesome, though. One of my favorite Patriots ever. He ended up being really well because do you remember when the Patriots got him? He was like, he got into like a gunfight with his mother. <laughs> That's what he do. <laughs> I think that is it. Like he like after once the Patriots got him, he was like a like a model citizen for a little while. What what happened? He with didn't him do after? anything bad. He didn't do anything bad. He just you know uh, shot himself at a strip club. That was. Did he do that? Yeah. I mean, who does? That's not Plexigo Burris. Or, or he, or he got shot at a strip club. Something happened with him at a strip club. Because Plexigo Burris you know, definitely shot. shot himself through his sweatpants. Maybe that's who I'm thinking of, and I'm just confusing the two stories. Maybe. They, but, but I know, I know he was shot at some point at a strip club. Yeah, Keep Talib's had uh, some gun incidents. Mm-hmm. But I mean, he got, he got. Two big contracts after the Patriots. He got. He the, also he also ripped out uh, Crabtree's chain uh, when they played the Raiders when he was on uh, the the Broncos. Sin. Yeah, was it was uh, Crab Crabtree was on the Forty ers when he did it though, wasn't he? No, I thought it was on the Raiders. Either way, what a piece of shit receiver that is, Michael Crabtree. <laughs> Sorry, ass receiver like Michael Crabtree. Uh, Richard Sherman's promos were great back in the day. I love Richard Sherman, but he's kind of a jackass. 
his promos in like that 2013, 2014 era, 2015 area, like when he was like an elite player. Uh, those those were great. Yeah, but you know what I'm gonna remember Richard Sherman for my entire life is that face. The, Mal- the, the, Malcolm, the Malcolm Butler face. The face yeah. that I would make if I was a Seattle Seahawks fan. Wow, what a fucking play that was. Fucking, uh, what was his face that told him to do it? Uh, who was the uh, the linebacker there? He might have been a, a, another corner. I forget. I forget who it was, but someone Darryl else on the Revis? team. No, it wasn't Revis. It was uh, the that other was guy Hobbs? we had. It wasn't Hobbs. No, no, no. That was there many was an- years after Hobbs. Okay, um, there was uh, there was there was another guy we had uh, on our team. He might have been from the Jets at that point too. Oh, uh, was it the safety? It might have been. Was it the? Because oh no, he was still with the C- He was still with Seattle at that point. I'm thinking of um, fuck me, I'm gonna forget his name. The safety from the Legion of Boom. No, it's not him. Yeah, uh, it wasn't him because he was on the Seahawks still at that point. Um. But either way, he told him to, to. He told Butler to go that area. They practiced that play, and they scored off Butler that time because Butler followed the receiver instead of sort of breaking up the thing. Because they're right at the line anyway, so it's not an illegal can't, hit. Can't believe you fucking picked that ball off. Oh, dude! I'll I've never made a louder noise at a sports play than at that. I was screaming at the top of my lungs, just celebrating. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the greatest moment in Boston sports history. Arguably, I will I will agree with you. Arguably, the greatest moment in Boston sports history because uh, up until that point, we were like, "Well, do we let them score?" And then they walk in, and then we try to win with Brady uh, in like two minutes left, or what's what's going on here? There wasn't he, two minutes left. There was like eight seconds left. Was it that low? It was uh, whoa. I, the, the, the the Seahawks had a timeout and Marshawn Lynch on the one. Yeah, and uh, they they didn't go for it. Wow, I can't. I because they went for it before and he went from like the six to the one or something like that. Yeah, they ran it. They got. I think they got a first down. God, I don't even remember. I'd have to rewatch it. I would love I to under- rewatch it. I understand that one. the explanation being like, oh, well, it's Russell Wilson, too. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. You know, you don't want to take the ball out of his hands. But at the same time, it's this is when you oh, want man. this is when you want Smash Mouth football. That's what you have Marshawn Lynch there for. Exactly. He he was your Smash Mouth guy. I mean, he just got him. He just got you to the one. Just let him finish it off. It's how many times did he would have to have rushed for zero or negative yards on two plays? <laughs> how many plays did he have that year? I'm sure this it was analyzed to death in 2012 or whatever year. It was. That wasn't going to happen. Uh, this was 2014, so the 2015 Super Bowl, I think. It's a hell of a. I was like in the middle of a blackout, and I'll never forget it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so it was a nice, good time for that to happen. Patriots were good. <laughs> we we got another uh, another uh, edit to do there, but yeah. anyways, fuck. Uh, also on the retired docket, Alex, Alex Smith, Smith. Uh, which I'm relieved of, to be frank. But also, I think he's a guy who had a lot of football left in him, and it's too bad. So I'm of two minds on the subject. I think that I'm of two minds on the subject too. Um, it's good that he got to and really bring a pretty mediocre team to the playoffs. In a bad division, granted. In a a bad division, but I mean, he... He won all their games for him. He was the reason that they did it. (laughs) Like, he played on on one and a half legs. And and that can't be understated, too. Like, his leg is so bad. That the fact that he was able to come back as a professional quarterback and do what he did this year. He went like what, seven and one? Did they get eight wins? I thought he went like I don't No, se- seven wins. Oh. Did he win all of their games? Uh, that's what I'm saying. I think he won all their games. I mean, e- either way, even if he didn't, he was far and away the best quarterback on that team. And not that the bar was high, but <laughs> no, I th- I think that he went out in a in a way that you want to go out if you're not going to be able to play football ever again. 
Yeah. Uh, that'll be a movie. I'm sure someone will make a movie about him. If he had just played, if he had come in in the last game of the season and rootied it, maybe, but. It's almost better to have like a somber ending to it, though. That's true. Not every movie has a happy ending. Uh, yeah, like Arlington Road. You ever see the ending of that movie? Oh, no. boy, is that grim. <laughs> That'll change your outlook on life. Fire Pro Wrestling, the movie. <laughs> That's the name of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> we should film that movie. <laughs> oh, Chiquiti loves it right now. That's his favorite game. Uh, I'm keeping my Chiquiti references PG this week, per request. <laughs> oh, <laughs> did did you get a did you get a little rowdy last week? Are there, K well, Quick? Well, last week I mentioned the Shayna Baszler situation where we found ourselves in. Ah, uh, yes. And, uh, and, uh, I, I do appreciate being called K Quick. <laughs> Getting rowdy <laughs> with it. <laughs> you're, you're on fire right now. I hope this doesn't shut off anytime yeah. soon. <laughs> we got like three minutes before. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're really clicking right now and it's it's tickling my fancy. Uh but yeah. It's because I've got a game time. Uh Alex Smith though, like what a year he had. Like uh I was saying I was talking about Alex Smith and the Patriots this offseason. I was just like I don't I'd love to see him in a Patriots uniform. I don't think anyone thought that he was gonna do all that rehab to come back for that half a year. I think uh, it's it's just at a point now where I don't know if any teams wa- really want to be the team that brings him in to have him ruin his life or possibly die. And that's what I'm saying. Like, it's good that he's retired because you don't have to worry about him anymore. Did anyone get more of a raw deal in the NFL than Alex Smith? No, he was always a very good quarterback. Uh, I wouldn't even say quality. I will say very good. Um so he wasn't always so not his, always when because he was like a he was number one draft pick I believe and he was not very good when he started he also got like the Mike Singletary treatment which is never good especially because he was a bad coach he will be remembered as a bad bad coach he got benched for for fucking uh, God Troy Smith I think his name was some real. That was that was the year that the uh, Seahawks went to the playoffs with a losing record, or at eight and eight. <laughs> but that was also the uh, when Marshawn Lynch ran for that touchdown. But so I mean, he when Harbaugh was there and he was the quarterback, he had a resurgence and he was very good. They should have gone to the Super Bowl if that idiot didn't muff that uh, kick. Yeah, against the Giants. Yep, and then. There was Kaepernick. He lost his job to Kaepernick. And then they ended up going to the Super Bowl the next year. And then... Well, he didn't lose his job to Kaepernick, and then they went to the Super Bowl. He got hurt. Kaepernick came in. They got to the Super Bowl. And then he lost his job to Kaepernick the next year. Well, I mean, if he came he came back from his injury, he didn't have, like, a fucking... He didn't get his leg broken like he did in that Washington game. He had, like, a fucking... He had, like, a... Like a, a manageable injury, he lost his job to Kaepernick mid-season. Okay. Once, Ka- yeah, once, once Kaepernick I'll, I'll was playing, they, they they left him there. Alex Smith yeah. was sitting there with uh, with the ability to play. Yeah, Not to it say was one of those were... situations where they might have just been low on Alex Smith to begin with. At that point, well, it's the same thing that happened in Kansas City is that they knew that. They had a guy that they wanted to That's play a, instead of Alex Smith. Exactly what happened in Kansas they, City, and you can't blame him for that at all. No, they have the best quarterback in the fucking league. Have- yeah, exactly. Um, but but even still, Alex Smith got them to the playoffs. Was that were they in the AFC Championship game that year, or was that the divisional round? It was the divisional round, I think. I'm pretty okay. I'm pretty sure they the Patriots have, bounced them. If I'm Patriots bounced correctly. them at yeah. least once, maybe twice. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, he's just very like very good, serviceable quarterback. Uh, and even then, the like, game, accurate passer, uh, had had good legs uh, when he needed them. Yeah, the um, the the people are gonna remember him for that fucking grotesque ass injury, and probably will remember him as a more successful. I don't know. It's weird. I don't know how they're gonna remember Alex Smith. I can't think of anyone that, like from recent 
quarterback history that I could compare to Alex Smith. I would say kind of his own thing. More more talented than half the people who won the Super Bowl uh, during the 2010s. So more talented than I mean, what, what all four of them? Eli, uh, Flacco, Flacco for sure. Uh, I'm kind of I'm I'm kind of on a team Eli. I'm I'm kind of I'm into Eli. I like Eli. I think he's. I think he was not ha- as bad as people make him out to be. His record certainly didn't help his case. But if if you uh, could combine game, Eli Manning and Alex Smith, you'd have a perfect quarterback. If you could b- combine them, you wouldn't have a perfect quarterback, but you'd have a damn good quarterback. Well, you'd be Eli you'd, Manning. You'd be Eli, in the playoffs for sure. You'd, you'd probably have, have like a Philip Rivers on your hand. Alex Smith's accuracy with Eli Manning's balls. Though yeah. Alex Smith had some balls too. He put a he put a ball on Vernon Davis in that NFC Championship. Oh no, it wasn't the NFC Championship game. The game against the Saints, the divisional round that year that they um they do buff that punt. He he hit Vernon Davis which to win that game with like no time left. Alex Smith was balling that year. So I mean maybe he had some ball. I mean Eli Manning's that's all he had. I know, I know you're against the Hall of Fame question, but gun to your head, one of them has to go in. Julian Edelman or Alex Smith? Who's going in the Hall of Fame? Julian Edelman. Okay. I mean, the only thing that Alex Smith has going for him is that he came back from that leg. The injury. story, yeah. yeah. But I mean, I, I, I get it too. It's, it's a great story and something that should be told eventually in some form because... Uh, like there was so much going on. Like the country is on unrest. We have a pandemic going on, and this dude's coming back from a gruesome leg injury, playing to no fans and winning ball games. Well, I mean, really, too, with with every force working against him, like in, internally in the organization, too, on a team that fucking like changed their name, literally has zero <laughs> identity. Yeah, change their name to like, a football team. <laughs> They're talking about have that being permanent, and I'm just like, good. I love I, it. Too. I love that name. Like, I when they started talking, I, I mean, when they started, I wanted them to call it Football FC or FC. Washington I wanted Football FC. Club too, Washington FC. That's what I wanted. I was like, yeah, that that's a good in between name. It's a nice playing. But then they call them Football Team. That's like almost like, <laughs> like holy shit, this is awesome. That's such a like, that's a fucking joke. It's so it's so generic and so uncreative that I kind of love it. Yeah, it worked like in the opposite direction. <laughs> like, like honestly, they, like they really have like a plethora of names they could they could possibly be. Like, you know, the Capitals, something like that. Uh, the, the the Senators, the the. The governors. What a great yeah, spot because I was done yeah, spitfiring. Great, great, great story. We got one more little block. I have no long ha- idea how long this pause is going to be. I'm going to preeminently end it. It's Hulk's one. Um, and maybe if they're funny enough, they'll be. You can hear what I said every time the thing went out. <laughs> yeah. I, I have nothing to do tomorrow, so I could do a gag reel. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I might add that to one of them. Uh, <laughs> let me see if there's anything else we got. Uh, I mean, really. We've we've been talking for two hours at this point. <laughs> we've been talking for two hours, but we only have uh, under Probably fifty-five minutes f- of 50, content. Fifty-one, fifty-two minutes of content. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, it's it's been a struggle today, but I'm glad we're doing it. Well, I definitely prefer Mondays to Tuesdays. I'll tell you that much. Over oh, yeah. Tuesday, Bad Fury Fun Tuesday, no good. I know what we could talk about that I haven't had a chance to talk about yet. Uh, Bare Knuckle Pickups, greatest okay. fucking company of all time. Oh, yeah, good on them. They, they somehow fixed my... Like, I didn't know this is a thing that they could do. Maybe they just replaced the coils, but they fixed the coils that were broken on my pickups, and they even offered, like, maybe you should get pickup covers on these because... There was like a little bit of rust in there, um, and I was like, "Well, shows aren't really a thing anymore for me. Uh, it probably won't be for another year, I'm guessing." But uh, they sent them back, and uh, they sound great. Uh, they sound perfect. I don't know here's how a, they did it. Here's a question I have for you, guitar player man: um, Do pickup covers make your pickups quieter? 
No, zero effect. Um, it's strictly about the magnet picking up the, the vibrations of the metal string. So a plastic cover will have zero effect on the magnets. So I, so I can put fun-colored pickup covers on all of my guitars. You could do it yourself, or you could just buy them that way. Um, the, doing them yourself isn't the most challenging thing in the world, but you, but you, you do have to like be wary that you're kicking on some fucking like uh, paraffin or whatever it is and just like putting that on the pickup so it probably will affect you somehow but probably not at any major level i don't think it would dial back the the input that you would have because i don't i'm pretty sure that's just not how it works i see i don't exactly know how it works i just know that when i make the pickup go closer to the strings Oh, that'll gets... definitely affect it. Oh, that will oh, yeah. 100% affect it. Yeah. So if you, if you per... have to pull it back to put a cover on it, obviously that will affect it more uh, on that level. But I don't think, if you keep it at the exact same height, I don't think the cover will have that much of any impact because it's purely magnetic. Okay. Interesting. I could put something that says fun. Something, something that literally just says the word fun. These are my I, fun I... pickup covers. But uh, I I had my my Kramer like all set up nice for me and everything. The guy had to charge me a little extra because I have thirty six frets and I got fret work done. Those first frets, <laughs> those, those frets are laughable. Um, and, and I could barely even use them. But you know, I, I like having them there uh, because they they're useful if I want to tap a pick there. They they do sound out, but I can't really get my fingers in any of them past maybe the twenty ninth fret. Yeah, it's stupid. <laughs> but it's it's the me guitar. It's yeah, ca- kind of stupid. But you look at it and you're like, holy shit, this is fucking awesome. It does like, one thing, and it does one thing really great. Like 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 Mike Jackson Kelly when I get it. I'm I'm pumped. You're getting one of those. I love well, Jackson I'm, Kelly's. I've I, it's been a good Doge week too. So it's like okay, I'm definitely getting one. You're a Doge guy. Yeah, I've been a Doge guy for months. Really, <laughs> that's awesome. yeah. I bought I bought four hundred dollars worth of Doge in uh, in January, and it's worth fucking twelve thousand dollars right now. Nice, awesome. That's awesome. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. Good job. Jackson Kelly's worth a Doge. I should have bought some Doge. Yeah, but we all should have. Yeah, Play, whatever. You, still, still time, still time to get in. <laughs> tomorrow's Doge. To tomorrow's Doge day. So just you know, this will come out on the twenty first. Everyone's talking about pumping it up on the on 420 because that's what Doge is. So if Doge goes up a lot, just know that I'm having a hell of a time. It's probably going to go down now because usually these things go down. Um, and that's the Doge minute. Um, but I've I've been recording a, a song for KES for a little while, and having my guitar back. Uh, is definitely like oh I've redone the rhythm guitars completely now because the the nail bombs in my Blackheart it just it's it just sounds perfect. You ever play guitar and it just sounds perfect? Like not necessarily playing wise, but you just tonally you just fall in love with it. Yeah, that's every guitar I have with an Invader in it. <laughs> well, that's my that's me with the Blackheart Vice custom I yeah. have. Um, the nail bomb just like I put the old pickup that came stock in there and like with it, and I was like, it's noisy, but it's it's serviceable, it's fine. And then I threw that pickup in there, and I was just like, holy shit, that made all the difference in the world. Like, like it's more aggressive sounding, it's angrier, like it really sounds like an angry like animal when like, you play the guitar. The, that's because I played the um the guitar fetish one that I got and put in for both my band's practices this week. And I was like, I just wanted to see like what it would do, and she's like, it just does not have that fucking like that oomph. Like, now yeah. I gotta f- try to find something with more oomph than an invader. You need more bite, more bark. Maybe you might, you might like active pickups then. Maybe like, I'll try anything. Try, try the Duncan active active pickups because I don't think you like EMGs. They're too basic. You know what I mean? No, I need something that's gonna make it sound like I'm an asshole. And EMGs if, would would make you the biggest asshole player in the world because like it, it's like, you don't need them, but the Duncans that might be a good a good option for you. Let's try it out. 
uh, Jeff Loomis has a Duncan set too, an active set that you should try. I'm gonna make get them in that Jackson Kelly. Fuck, dude. Jeff Loomis has a Jackson Kelly. Get the Jeff Loomis Jackson Kelly. <laughs> no, cause I'm getting that yellow one. You're getting the yellow one. Put put the Jeff Loomis pickups in there then. No, I want to try those pickups. I'd what rather pickups? get. I'd rather the ones that are already in there. It's a nice guitar. Well, 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 sure. I'm sure they're they're fine. But if they come with like stock Jackson pickups, then get a. I would rather fi- I would rather buy a fucking shitty V and put two hundred dollar pickups in them. Uh, depends. It really depends on the guitar. What, what, what shitty V are you talking about? Uh, God, who the fuck knows? Like a Washburn. A Washburn, even the low end Jackson ones. The low end Jackson ones, you might have some some luck with. I could see that working. Jackson just said, makes Jackson makes good guitars. Yeah, especially if it's something where like even though like uh, if they're really obnoxious, I'm just gonna want to play with them live, and I'm definitely not gonna record with a flying V because that sounds like living hell. All right, I'm looking up your your fantasy guitar right now. I know which one you're talking about the the Jackson X series. The, goes for eight okay. eight eight seventy five something like that. It looks like these are stock Jackson pickups in here. They are, but they're they're high gain Chunk ones. No, no, who cares? Chunk them. Uh, there's no <laughs> way they'll be better than a Duncan. Probably not. No, but I want to try them. Try them, but put the uh, get active Duncans. I'm pretty sure the cavity is probably big enough to accommodate a a battery compartment. If not, you have a Dremel thing. Just fucking make one. Okay, so here's why I'm going to disagree with you on this one. I'm buying this because that Warlock was a fucking nightmare, too. I need something that I'm going to take out of the box. I'm going to set up for just for strings, and then we're done. I'm not. There will be no Dremel tools used on this guitar. Okay, fine. Uh... Passive pickups, then. We're talking about high-gain passive pickups. Oh, my God. I just dropped my phone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> am I becoming Niles? That was very Niles-y. I'm watching a lot of Frasier. Are you listening to Nile? <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I do like Nile, though. They're, they're good. I will listen to them a while. Maybe I'll give them a, a, a listen about something, you know. Um, what, what's it? Cause we're gonna we're gonna get stopped soon. Okay, so if Nile, the death metal band, was called Niles, what would be their best album? Uh, Black Tees of Vengeance, the one about Daphne Moon. <laughs> <laughs> I only <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm dead. I'm dead. (laughs) They say your heart is made out of stone. You got me hanging by a string. My friends don't tell me you're back to the bone. Won't you please give your bone to me? From that very first look You got me down on my knees When you turned on the charm I heard the alarm I should have called the police Whoa, you're the one The only one Oh, the only one for me Oh, the only one for me Well, he's the man 
friends don't tell me I'm under your spell But I'm too blind to see You held on so strong And then you were gone You turned the lights out on me Oh shit, the call ended. <laughs> All right, pausey. And we'll be right back. I, I go uh, first. Hey, I, God I got, damn I got a, it. A, a, uh, you fucking dropped again. Oh my fucking God. <laughs> oh my fucking God. I can't and even be mad anymore. <laughs> this is awesome. Taylor Hall. I can't wait for. <laughs> God fucking damn it. Like, <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Hurting now. Okay. <laughs>